Hi, sisters, and welcome back to E-Girls. We're your hosts. I'm Emma. And I'm Eleanor. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sisters. We're so happy to be talking to you again. We're back. It's been a while. I know. It's It's been a long time. It's been like six months, low-key. Yeah, and we were thinking about you every step of the way. We've been waiting to get back here to this mic. Yes, I know. And we thought um, we're both off for school right now that we could get back together and talk about the new year. Yeah. What we have coming up and what things we want to manifest for ourselves this upcoming year. I know. It was a crazy 2022. Oh, yeah. Clearly, we were busy for the last six months with and, school. Yeah, and we did try to record. I swear to you guys, we really tried. We met like two or three times and really just could not figure out how to get our audio to work correctly from afar. I know there's a lost episode yeah. out there because we recorded it. I thought we could record like video and audio at the same time and then like separate the audio, but we couldn't. So it would have had to just be a video. Mm-hmm. But now it's about like some random Bachelor episode. So yeah. it's completely <laughs> obsolete, but maybe one day we'll release it for the fans. We know you guys prefer the non-Bachelor episodes. Yeah. So we're back. We're keeping it real. This is yes. a non-Bachelor episode. And honestly, like if I'm going to be honest, like... I'm kind of really burned out on The Bachelor. Like, I don't know if I'm going to keep, like, like I say that, which I probably will, but I honestly, at the end of Bachelor in Paradise, I dropped off. I didn't even watch Paradise. Yeah. It's embarrassing for me to admit this, but I completely dropped off. I watched maybe weeks one and two. Like, I don't even care that much. I wa- listen to recaps. I, I listen to recaps and I prefer to do that than waste my time watching two hours. I just, which is so bad. Be like, I, it was waste. Yeah, I mean, not to turn this into a Bachelor episode, but (laughs) I do think we're seeing the effects. Like, people as hardcore as us about The Bachelor aren't even wanting to engage with it anymore because they break up. And poor casting. The two months after they end up together, like, we see Rachel obviously didn't work out with Tino. Yeah. But Gabby and Eric, once I saw that, I was like, okay. I'm done. Like, was it even real? Was it even real in the first place? No, and, like, it just is we've seen this as a trend for the past like five-ish years of just it's all like a promotion for your like influencer career go for it like I have no problem with people doing that but it just I really feel like people are just faking it yeah like it's all fake like and I mean that sounds so like I sound like such an idiot because it's like obviously it's fake like I know it's fake but it's like really getting like it's not even entertaining anymore. Exactly, because we know it's all calculated. Yes, it's too calculated. There, yeah. There's no excitement in, any, in it anymore. And yeah. So yeah, Bachelor Nation, if you're listening, <laughs> we're out. For that reason, we're out. Yeah, and we will come back probably, but not today. Yeah, we not probably today. will, but there's no guarantees. No guarantees. So, And that's not what we're here to talk about today. And that's the tea. Period. And also, Zach is the bachelor. I'm like, you're telling me that man's going to find the love of his life. It's just going to be hijinks and shenanigans. And they're going to break up as soon as it airs. And it's just going to be goofy. Yeah, and he's just so boring. He's so boring. The only pull that they have is that his uncle is Gronk? Gronk? Pull the level. It's Gronk, right? Gronk is like the the football (laughs) player. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, have well, him narrate the season, and then maybe we'll we'll watch. Yeah, okay. Definitely talked about that for too long. Moving but, on. <laughs> on. 
next is next up is just our i guess our new year's resolution slash ideas yeah i know i like to do like i like to reflect on the year and like look at photos and stuff um not super intense on resolutions but i like to give myself like things i want to be like focusing on and like kind of like goals almost but they're very broad goals yeah if that makes sense yeah i usually am pretty good about stopping and taking some time reflecting on the last year i usually like make out a list of resolutions but it's not something that i monitor closely or am like checking things off the list but yeah just kind of things to be mindful of things to work towards so normally I kind of think back on that. I didn't do any of that this year. I really feel like I haven't even stopped to be like, wow, it's 2023. And I don't know why that is. It just feels different this year. And maybe it's just because it's been so chaotic the last mm-hmm. two weeks. It was like zero degrees here. My family house pipes froze. Oh yeah. No water. <laughs> People were out of electricity for a couple days. Now it's 70 degrees outside. It just feels like it's like so out of whack. No, yeah. I didn't do anything for New Year's. I just was with my family. So I just feel like I haven't, it hasn't like hit me yet. No, yeah. And I feel like it's, that's more of like a, like whenever it hits you, it's like, then you can do it. You don't have to like, it doesn't have to be New Year's and you already have those ideas. Obviously it's like, you can do it anytime, but like, I feel like it'll come when you want to like think through those things. Yeah. And I'm going back to school in the next couple days. And I feel like once I'm like back to my apartment and my space, I'll have a little bit more time and I'll want to reflect and reset for the new year, for the new semester. (laughs) Yes. So maybe then, but right now I just feel kind of out of whack. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I like made myself a little vision board which I haven't done since like freshman year of college. But I well, I started off, I was just like, I don't know what I got into a mood. And I was like, I'm making a collage. Because I've been saving these cardboard cutout, like cardboard pieces that are about the size of a piece of paper, but they're cardboard. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna do something with that. I don't know what. And so then I had all these magazines because I did this collage activity last semester with some of the women I worked with. And I... Uh, just started like taking like anything that I liked, like any photo I liked. It was more like visually things, not like words. And I just like made this like collage and it was super pretty. And then like a week later, I like actually like tried to think of like quotes and stuff, which they're more just like, like positive um, focus. Like, I like, I don't know. I want to be better about just, letting go of things and not letting things like ruminate like i don't think like i don't feel like i'm someone who holds grudges but like like stupid things like i don't have time i don't need to put any energy into that you know um even though like i do have my stupid little things that are silly but like you know (laughs) what i mean like the like stupid emotional energy like the emotional energy is going towards good things that restore me yes yeah i know i'm trying not to worry I as much too, this like, new I just year like, too like and do that but because i just worry about everything all the time and i'm trying to be more cool and chill 
Yeah. Which we'll see how that works out. It's like, I always have to just be worried about something. So like my hypochondria has been acting up a bit since I'm not in school currently worrying about school. What happens? Have you ever felt like you've had like in recent, like let's say past six months where you like just haven't been worrying or has there always, is there always something you have to like, there's usually, you know what I mean? Something. Yeah. I feel that. So, but I'm like mindful of that. I'm trying to be mindful of that. Trying to find inner peace yes that is that is the goal for 2023 inner peace okay i love that Um, and um i also put which i know this is something that you have done a lot is journal which i have my phases of journaling but i'd and i haven't done it yet but i'd love to journal more regularly this year that's something that's kind of bumming me out to think yeah. about because I've always been very habitual about journaling. Like yeah. throughout college, I, for long stretches of, t- of a time, would like journal every night for at least an hour mm-hmm. or an hour or two. And for the past six months, I've barely written anything at all. Yeah, And it's, it's just kind of a bummer because I feel like it has been such a like, different time in my life such a Mm -hmm. new stage of my life and i think it would be kind of cool to be able to reflect on like you know those first weeks of school and like yeah getting to know everyone um but also like it's not really i don't write so that i can then look back on it it's more just a way to like process what i'm feeling and let things out in the moment so i'm trying not to like beat myself up about that but Mm -hmm. it is something that i'm hoping to do more of moving forward and that's also i feel like i'm usually more like introspective and reflective on the past year because i've like written a lot throughout the year and you almost it's almost like every time you journal you like take the day or whatever however long of time that you're writing about and you're like thinking about it every day yeah exactly which kind of grounds you in a way which i felt like the last semester like flew by so fast i was like what happened yeah like exactly. i was like Same. i did so much and then i looked back at my phone and i was like oh i did do so much like i have all these photos of things but like it's like i didn't like i was like i didn't do anything that's a problem i do have is like i always i feel like i um like negate or like push down like my accomplishments or things that I've done or like things that I've just accomplished. I'm like, Ugh, nothing happened or I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like I, like I haven't really done, but I, it's like, it's like, I know I've done things, but yeah. sometimes I like am just like private about it. And I just don't feel like sharing with someone. But then a lot of the times I'm like, I should just be like more forthcoming. I'm like, yeah, I did all this stuff and I had a great time. And- yeah. And it's nice to just have yeah. like a physical or like digital reminder yes. of that. And that's one of the reasons why I had not downloaded Be Real up until a couple weeks ago because I just felt like I, don't, I just feel old lately. I feel like a lot of my yeah. people I'm around at school are younger than me. And yeah. there's like a lot older than me too, but there's a lot younger than me. And I just felt like it was like, it's too late, like you're old, it's too late to get Be Real now, ship has sailed. But then I saw everyone posting their end of year like, oh, the wrap Be Real? ups yes. with all the Be uh-huh. Reals. And I was extremely jealous because I look at my phone and I'm like, what was I even doing for weeks at a time? I have like literally no pictures Yeah. other than like stupid screenshots of stuff. Like I don't even yes. know like what I've been doing. Yeah. 
So I downloaded it. I haven't been great. Like, there's I still need to do my video reel today, so it. we should do it together. Yeah, we should. Like, I know I posted recording. mine today from the hair salon. Oh yeah, with my Eleanor has in. some new hair, and it looks great. Oh, new year, new me. I got my nails done. Oh my, my gosh, wait, done. what color? So I thought <laughs> it was gonna be more of like a Haley Bieber nails. Oh okay. And it's a little more opaque than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's kind of like a silvery champagne, but I still like it. I like it's it. Fun for the new yeah. year. I got into my, I got my nails done like right after Christmas and I got them black for the first time because, you know, Love. Wednesday era. I'm just yes. kidding. No, but also like I've never done black and me and my sister were like, oh, we we're like, what color do you want? I was like black. And she was like, that was what I wanted too. Or like we hey. both said it. So we both got black and I love it. I loved it. I used to I have love black it. nails for like five years straight. Which I is so funny because I never did it. And I think it just... I'm very happy. Kind of fun, kind of goth. Yeah, kinda like cool. my soul. I'm just kidding. Yeah, my dark, dark. No, soul. that really was me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm a goth, so yeah, my nails have to be black. Yeah, no now other I'm color allowed. Compromising my goth rep. Yeah, we're with my champagne silver nails. So cute. Um, I was gonna say at the end of my vision board, I yes. did a quote from the best series that I've been reading currently. And if you haven't heard of it, you should check it out. It's called A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I'm sure you have heard of it because it's pretty popular these days. But my sister, like, begged me to read it for, like, like, well, not, she didn't beg me. I'm like, my sister begged me. My sister doesn't care. She forced you at gunpoint. She, like, my sister does not care. But my sister just, like, mentioned it a lot. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I should probably get it. I got the book, like, a year ago. And I finally read it in, like, November. And I read the second book. And I mean, I'm obsessed and I'm supposed to be reading this book for, for this book club I'm in by Sunday. And it's like Ooh. a 500 page book. It's called The Overstory. And I would think it was a good book. Like, I do think it'd probably be good. But because I haven't, I've been reading these books, I like am so like against like picking it up. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, I have to read this instead of reading A Court of Mist and Fury. Because <laughs> it's so like addicting. It's about fairies and like fairies it's not the type of fairies you would think though that's what i'm gonna say like i was telling the kids at my school today about the book well i told them it was real life because they um some of them would believe that it's true um stupid no because they're <laughs> sweet kids with great imaginations and so i was telling them about they were like emma tell us a story and so i told them the story of prithian which is the city the place that a court of roses takes place in and it was very interesting and they all were like that's not real and i was like whatever you say you'll see and they're like no adult. it's not it's so funny because like they're like it wasn't real and and i'm like what i don't know and they're like no it wasn't and they're like they know it's they're like so convinced that it's not real but they like won't believe it yeah. unless i'm like it's not real. <laughs> but they're so cute that's funny kids yeah. are so funny yeah and one of the little girls came up to me after she was like can you tell me more of the fairy story tomorrow i was like oh yes. I can't. Cute. But highly suggest. I also own the overstory. Have you read it? it up. Yeah, I read the first. I read the second chapter. Well, there's three chapters. I read the third, I guess, technically chapter today. And it's really a sweet book. It's I just need like to get trees through. or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like about people, but it's about trees, like all of their stories. I mean, I'm literally like 50 pages in. So and it's like a 500 page book. Yeah. So let's say I don't know anything, <laughs> but it's like different. Each of the characters that that have been introduced, like their life is kind of centered around a tree. 
Okay. Like in terms of like they've really been interested in a tree or like focused on a tree. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually yeah. buy that one. Yeah. I own it because I think someone got me like a surprise book box at some Ooh, point. So cool. it came in that because it was there was some kind of theme to it. I don't yeah. remember. So I've owned it, but I didn't like actually pick it out. So I haven't gotten around to yeah. it. But like I do think I probably will finish it, but I just don't know if I can finish it by Sunday. Yeah. Because I still like four or two pages left. Something that I always realize when I'm like picking up books is I very rarely read books written by men. Not by choice. Like yeah. not consciously. It's just I do not gravitate. I feel like I agree with that. Written by men. Like the overwhelming majority of books I read are written by women. Yeah. I if I looked at my Goodreads, I'd probably say the same. And that's like the books that I've read. The, the books that I've really liked read by men were like Stephen King <laughs> and they're like horror books. So like, yeah. um, not that men aren't good writers, but, but me, no, yeah. I, women I think are better. I women agree. are better at everything. Yeah. Period. You know, they show me. Yeah. I think this whole year I probably read like one book by, or this past year I read one book by a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. This. Yeah, I've been thinking about reading a lot lately because that's one thing every new year I'm like, I'm going to read more this year. Like, I really want to. And I mean, you're never going to feel like you read enough. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone ever feels like they read enough. But it's just hard with school. Yes. you read a lot for school. I read a lot for school. Yeah. But I'm really going to try to do less TikTok. <laughs> reading, but we'll see how that goes. I think I read three books by guys out of my 23. But. I only read like 12 books this year. Yeah, but. Yeah, I the three books by the guys were more like philosophical slash nonfiction. Like none of them were like fiction. None yeah. of the book fiction books I read were by guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they just don't know how to world build. Period. Like women. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very random uh, goal that I have. Yeah, you can see here. I will be more flexible this year. That's like Ooh. big goal of mine. I'm so unflexible. It's embarrassing. Like. This is actually, I can't even believe I can touch my toe right now, but. Like stretching. We're on the floor. You in our high-tech recording studio. Yeah, because we prefer the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a method. We're method recording. Yeah. Um, But yeah. I'm just trying to like do more movement too. I feel like it's so hard with school. Oh yeah. I don't I just work. I literally like class. never work out. It's so bad. But it's such a bad habit. Like I like, and I'm so tired when I get home. I'm just like. Yeah. I feel like that's most people, but like I'm just like oh, I don't want to do anything, and I really feel like I would have to do some sort of crazy like shift in my I don't know like body to get myself back into working out. Like I would have to do it every day for like three months or something. I just want to walk more. Like I, I just love go walking. On little walks because I just don't. I don't do it enough, and I can like listen to more audiobooks that way too. Yes, and so. Yeah, just lots of goals for the new year. Yeah, we just want to be better. We're just going to be our best selves this year. <laughs> I just know it. The best version. I'm manifesting. Did you see the TikTok? Or wait, are you on TikTok these days or no? <gasps> I haven't been on TikTok in a while. Since I took my, I took a social media break in April. And so then I just like didn't take TikTok back because I just, I think I was just like, I'm, on it too much yeah that's completely fair and i do and feel I a little out of the loop honestly you. no i'm chronically online yeah like, it's really oh, i'm bad. online all the it's time really though bad. it's just like i replaced it with youtube i like watch yeah. youtube all the time 
but I do feel like YouTube's a little better just it because I'm sure it is. It's longer videos, so I like am more focused on a longer thing than like a six second video. Not no offense to the TikTok lovers, but that's just like I, I've it's like rationalized I don't even it love it though. I'm just addicted to it, and I mean I do kind of love it because I do think it's fun and funny. Yeah, a lot of times, but it's really bad. It's yeah. an addiction, y'all. We I need to do, quit it. We could do a um, social media break together. I really need for a to, month or two weeks or a week. I like a really week. need to because it was like I mean, but it was I still got on YouTube, which. But it's gone to the point where I'm like, YouTube is good and healthy. Yeah, TV shows are good and healthy. TikTok bad. Which Anything I, longer than yeah, twenty seconds, too. I'm like, okay, well, that's at least better than TikTok. No, yeah, though it's fucked. I've been a watching- movie. Don't even get me started. I'm like, if I can sit down and watch a movie, that is like next level. I've been watching intellectualism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, I, oh, I actually, I just saw Avatar. It was three See, hours. I was like, no, there's no way in hell I can sit through a three hour. Okay, movie. but it's let just me not tell even you, a question for me. Did I, you like I it? loved it. I loved it. I. I did not know anything really going in because I hadn't watched the first movie since like sixth grade. Yeah. And, but Jack had told me a lot about it because he loves those movies. And I went with him and I mean, it, it really was paced so well. Like there were some slower parts, but I really felt it sounds wild that the whole three hours could be like purposeful, but I really did feel like it was just like pretty solid. Like yeah. the whole time, which is kind of wild. Like yeah. I'm like, how is that? But I, but I also loved. It was very like beautiful, like very much about like the ocean and like all these animals that are like basically animals that we have, but like you know alien versions of yeah. them. Yeah. And so it like was like like everything that we see, but like amplified to look way cooler. Yeah. And it was kind of weird. I was like talking about the like how they filmed it and like how like because literally there's one human one human character i think and yeah. i was like imagining this human character like acting with all of these people in like these suits and like yeah. the dots on their face and i'm it's so it's wild yeah and apparently though they did film all of the sequels back to back because james cameron didn't want to have like the stranger things problem where the kids all grow up wait how many sequels are there i don't know how many sequels there are Damn. but i was told jack told me but like literally like they filmed all the sequels at the same time as the first one so that they could have continuity with the kids yeah which is smart. like but i'm but i was also like the kids all have these like animated yeah, faces like, like what's the like, difference CGI yeah it's like yeah. i was like didn't we cgi like uh what's his face philip Seymour hoffman yeah. in like hunger games like he wasn't even there yeah. like i was like how did how do why does that matter? But yeah. also, um, it's cool. It's, yeah. it's cool that they did that. I know. I'm like, oh, it's just so hard for me to imagine it. Even though the last three-hour movie I think I sat through was The Batman, which I saw twice. And both times I was like, I don't want it to end. I want it to go on forever. I really liked that movie. But that was because of Robert Pattinson. I can't remember of any other three. I don't. I would have to look up three-hour movies because I don't really know what movies are three hours titanic was three hours but i also watched that in like parts like yeah. i watched it like in three different parts but yeah but then of course i'll sit down and i'll like binge a tv show like wednesday you sang the thing about oh the my people god made me think it of so saying good how oh. it was a real guy like 
a real guy's hand just yeah, like it wasn't cgi and he wasn't he was just in like a green i did suit, not know that that's so hand. cool Wednesday was so good so good Ugh. i could like, I watch it twice i need it i i restarted it and watched like the first three episodes but i still haven't finished my rewatch but oh my i like it just made me like i don't know and i felt like this was like kind of a universal feeling with so many people like we like it just made us like i don't know we felt like we were related but it's like we're all so different that we all like relate to her because yeah. she's like so weird like yeah. in a good way yeah i don't know no, it just was so good it was yeah. like yeah, a little bit Harry Potter vibes, Harry a little Potter. bit Stranger Things vibes, a little bit Enola Holmes vibes. Yes, which I Did still need to it? watch. You need to watch Maybe it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Oh, it's so cute. Yes. The first and the second one. I love them. I know I'm going to like them once I actually watch them, but it's, you know, the movie problem. Yeah. It's a movie. I know. And then Wednesday, they haven't renewed it yet, and apparently might move to Amazon Prime. What? Things are so fucked up with streaming services right now. Like, it's very bleak because Netflix is, like, did you ever watch 1899? Uh -uh. I haven't finished it, but I watched, like, the first three episodes. It was number one for, like, a month. They just canceled it. No season two. And apparently it ends on, like, a massive cliffhanger. And now I'm like, well, I don't want to finish season one. Well, yeah, that's what I was about to say is Wednesday's been number, like, in the top ten since It's, like, the highest rating ever. So So there's no way they're not going to make more, but... Netflix is very what's wrong with Netflix? fucked up right now. I don't know. They just like losing money or yeah, something. Yeah, I feel like I heard somewhere that like Netflix had a problem with, uh, uh, like Stranger Things was like the only good show that they'd really like put out. Which I was like, no. But then I was like, maybe. Yeah. Like, it. I mean, up that was before Wednesday. Yeah. Like Wednesday's been great. I feel like there's been shows that I've really liked from Netflix that Netflix put out. Yeah. Like, I liked all the Haunting of Hill Houses, like, those movies or shows. And I feel like they've put out a lot of good stuff, but they just cancel so much stuff to where people they put don't want to way- get invested in things. Yeah. yeah. They put out way too much. Um, Almost. It's like they should they should maybe take a tip from HBO and just really, really, really invest into, like, the shows that they want. Yeah. You know? White Lotus! White Lotus! <laughs> I had not watched, I had heard about it so much over the past year. I had no idea what it even really was. Yeah. And then uh, one of my friends was like, you really need to watch season two. Like it's in Italy and Aubrey Plaza's like yes. an employment lawyer and it's really good. So I started watching I season two. I know when two. she said she was employment lawyer, I was like, is this Eleanor's future? I was like, it's queen. <laughs> Goals. Yeah. Um, so I started watching season two and then me and my brother went back and watched season one over Thanksgiving. I love season one. I know. Armand is definitely the best character of the whole universe, I think. Yeah. But I did prefer season two generally. I'm, oof, that's hard. I think I like, but I don't know. I, season one was the first one I watched and I watched it like back to back. So it like was almost like a universal, like, oh, I watched it so fast Yeah, that I like got so much i like the whole money more focused aspect than like this like or that's how mike white described like it was like sex focus the second one money focus the first one and uh that's i think i like that's why i liked it more was that aspect but yeah armand armand icon so good it made so much more sense to me though because i didn't he said that like at the end of the last episode of season two yeah credits where he was like oh yeah the season was about sex whereas the whole season i was thinking 
was more money. Yeah, it was all yeah. gonna be like money. So I was like, okay, well, a rich person can't die because it's that's how I felt. The rich too. people always have to come out on top. So that I was kind of that's literally how I was thinking. Yeah, so I had that in mind. So that like cleared things up when he said like, no, season two was about sex, and then season three, who knows? I know. Well, he said it could be about like spirituality. Yeah, which I think could be really interesting. Yeah, but like um in he said he might put it in like thailand or something like that and i was like that'd be good i want to go somewhere like that i feel like that's probably the hottest show where if you're an actor like you want to be in the new white lotus yeah no matter who you are yeah whereas that just makes me think of how this last season of the crown was kind of like a huge flop i didn't watch it no i feel like no one watched it i watched parts of it but because that- normally, especially season four with young Diana, people were, like, eating that shit up. It was number one for so long. Yeah. And I think that also kind of, like, indicates Netflix's decline. So because... season five was about older Diana? Yeah, season five oh, okay. was, like, divo- or separated Diana and Charles. Gotcha. And it was, like, weirdly – I did watch most of it, actually, now that I think about it, because I finally got COVID in 2022, <laughs> November 2022. <laughs> Knock on wood. I thought I was just better than other people. And I was, it was never going to come for me. And then it came for me. So the day it came out, I was in isolation. So I just watched the entire thing. So actually, now that I think about it, I'm one of the only people apparently who watched all of it. And it was pretty mid. It was just not. Mid. It was mid. Yeah. Nothing special. I liked the actress who played Diana, but. Yeah. And I also feel like. Well, the season four, I think, was going to be a hit because people are so fascinated by young Diana, like, period. Like, everyone in the world. Yeah. But I have not watched any of The Crown. Okay, embarrassed to admit that I have temporarily (laughs) fallen back into the true crime pipeline. And it's... It's me as well, not just Eleanor. It's embarrassing after we made our whole true crime episode, but this Moscow, Idaho stuff has just... It's its just taken everyone by storm, I have to say. Yeah, it's bad. Like, I've just become obsessed with it. And I wasn't even that obsessed with it up until they caught him, but now that they have the suspect, I'm, like, just rabid for updates. I check constantly and i'm ashamed it's like i've relapsed yeah back into my old true crime obsessed self and i can already feel like it being detrimental to my mental health because yeah i'm like and it shocks me thinking about college the fact that i used to walk around headphones in like walking to campus in philly which like any city you know yeah with those just like blaring true crime podcasts all day every day i did that too. I'd, I'd be like walking around in the dark by myself like listening to true crime podcasts i'm like how was i just okay to do that because now i listen to a little bit i'm like home alone in the suburbs literally terrified home alone like <laughs> i was so scared all day yesterday and i'm like this is bad this is what true crime does to me it makes me paranoid and like it's ridiculous it's bad no he's i don't know I just saw recently that he said he's saying that he's innocent. Like he's he said he's eager to be exonerated. Yeah, so as from a law a, a law student perspective, like what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean I like, think Like do you think he he did it like for sure or how, no, I mean, Obviously not us... obviously not for sure, yeah. but like 
I think, I mean, none of us have seen any of the evidence. Exactly. We've been told that there's DNA evidence, but we don't know. But exactly. I do think he doesn't know what they have on him. So, so he's like trying to keep it kind of. So I think he's like, I'm eager to be exonerated, but let me see what you have on me real quick once yeah. we get back to Idaho. Um, so I think he was genuinely eager to get back to Idaho to figure out yeah. where he stands. And I think if they do have strong enough evidence, there's a strong possibility that he'll plead guilty to not get the death penalty because mm -hmm. it seems like that's. I mean, not common, but it seems like when the death penalty is on the table, that's kind of an approach that they take yeah. a lot of the time. I, I mean, I got into it bef way before he's even been captured. So, like him being captured was like when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh! So, because I think I saw it. I think this happened right before Thanksgiving break or right around Thanksgiving when the girls were murdered. Yeah, and I. I think I picked up on the story about like two weeks after it happened because it wasn't big at first and then it just shot up like everyone was talking about it yeah. and like one of my best friends um her name's Haley if she's listening but she like I guess was on Moscow TikTok and she was like telling me all the theories about like everything and I was like oh my gosh and then I also follow this his like mommy blogger that also does true crime so she's like mommy blogger true crime expert and she keeps me updated her name's ashley mary for anyone who's interested but she has kept me updated through her stories about everything and i just like can't stop because like her her story normally like you know how like stories hide on instagram because i don't watch all my stories like yeah. so like because I follow way too many people to watch all the stories. So her story normally is hidden. Yeah. But since the case, it's been like my number one, yeah. like most, like every time I open my phone, it's like Ashley Mary's story and I immediately watch it. Yeah. And that she's really been the main updater for me, but but like I want to know. Like every time I see her, I'm like, oh, actually this is an ad, like an ad for like some mommy blogger thing. I'm Next. like, nope, I need, I need more content. Yeah. Well, now that I think about it, I do actually remember exactly when I learned about it because that news broke of the four murders at the same time as the shooting that happened at UVA, where the former football player killed the three current football players. Oh, do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, it was like the same day. And I remember, I think it was right when I was coming out of COVID isolation, because mm -hmm. I remember I was in the library, like masked up, mm -hmm. and I was like on my phone, and I was like, oh my God, two shootings in one weekend? That's horrible. And then it was like, wait, no, the Idaho one wasn't a shooting. It was really weird stabbing crime of passion no suspect Four but the public's though. not in danger allegedly so from the beginning it was just so mysterious because it's like how can they say that the public's not in danger but they have no idea who did it yeah and i was like so i like immediately got on social media like looked up all of the the victims instagrams and like found the instagram for like the roommates who were not hurt and that that's what Haley talked to me a lot about she was like how could the roommates like the time that she was telling me a lot about like the timeline of things it's like it doesn't really make sense that the roommate how the roommates like if they saw a body or they saw blood and they didn't immediately call 911 like you would immediately like or in my opinion it's like if you see blood you either are like oh something someone must have like got a bloody nose and you go and like check on them or you like see a body laying there and you like 
call 911 immediately. Yeah. So I, that's what she was telling me. She was like, why didn't they immediately? Because apparently they were like calling friends. Yeah, it's I, the only thing I can think Obviously of Obviously, they didn't. I don't think they did it. Yeah, but, no. like, but it was weird. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people were blaming the roommates. And I, from no. the beginning, I was like, I don't think it's that weird that if they were on the third yeah. bottom floor and the murders happened on the top two floors and you're drunk and the door's closed. Yeah, I don't think that's weird at all. Out, I, like, can see how they wouldn't hear anything, as crazy as that seems. I don't, is, I don't. It's just yeah. the confusion about the cops not being called until like noon the next day. And then I think a lot of people were thrown off by the use of unconscious person mm-hmm. when the 911 was dispatched. Yeah. But from what I saw, they have to say unconscious person. They can't say dead because, because they, they haven't don't confirmed know. that the person's dead. So yeah. all they can say is unconscious person. So I think that threw a lot of people off. But yeah, the calling the friends before. Yeah, that was really. Like, so um, bizarre. And I just want to reiterate that we are being hypocrites right now. Yes. And I hate it. And I can't stop. And this is the sickness that is true crime. It rots your brain. Which has been seen, I feel like this case in particular, the Gabby Petito case highlighted it. Oh, for sure. And this has really highlighted it. The, like, disease of internet sleuths. And how they just straight up ruin people's lives. Like, all the people surrounding this case. The ex-boyfriends. The random guy, Jack, whatever. There was a professor. The professor at University of Idaho. Like, these people's names have just gotten dragged through the mud because these internet sleuths were just so confident that they had to have been involved. And then, yeah, look. It's some random fucking creepy guy who no one knew. Yeah. And again, we don't know innocent until proven guilty so yeah. we'll see but no i agree it it like i felt like everyone was talking about who it could be as in like they could figure it out through that one bar video yeah like that was circulating of them like talking to a couple people at the bar and like oh there's this random there was there was one hat they called him hat guy yeah but he was like in the video of them like ordering food and they were like they literally like went to shreds on this hat guy and like was like talking all these horrible things about him and i don't think he was even no i think he was, i think he may have said like hi or something he was walking them home like being nice and people were like he murdered them he's a piece of shit and they were like look which way he goes in the camera like he like turns right and they're like oh, like he's following them it's just out of control and now these people's lives yeah have just been and like in their worst weeks of their lives, these girls whose their all their roommates have just been killed mm-hmm. for the hardest few weeks of their lives, they've been like harassed, accused, given no like time yeah. and space and peace to grieve. And now, you know, what are you gonna do? You can't even like sue these people because they're just people on TikTok. So they just like made your life infinitely worse, and there's no real, yeah. I don't yeah. know. And this isn't like a case where people would like f- discover something. I don't know. I don't feel like an internet sleuth could do much in terms of like- It's not like a like, cold case. Like exactly. I can understand with cold cases, the use of like the public working on it when no one else, when the police have stopped working on it, maybe people see new things, there's new technology, whatever. But like, this is an active investigation. And they just assumed that the police, that it was going cold, that the police weren't doing anything. And it's, you see things where people are like, I just don't understand how none of us saw this Brian guy. 
And it's like, what do you mean? How would you know? How, how would you have known? You have no he's evidence. Like one, I don't know? know how many people live out there, though. Like, I don't know how big the town is, but he's and he, he didn't even live in their town, I don't think. But like one in 100,000 people, one in, yeah. uh, I don't know how many people live out there. I don't feel like it's a lot. It's just silly. And I hope the people yeah. who did just make asses out of themselves online accusing these kids, literal kids, they're like 19, 20 year olds mm -hmm. of being murderers or being complicit. Some people were like blaming one of the victim's sisters. Like it's really just rotting these people's brains. For what? Real. Oh my God. And now, yeah, it's this random guy. We don't know if he did it. I mean, I would have to assume that they have pretty strong evidence against him to trail so like, him across the entire country and, and do a raid at 3 a.m. at yes. his parents' house. So, like, I think it's probably him. Yeah. But you never know. Uh, we'll see. He, I mean, he looks not creepy. to be like, he looks, he looks yeah, really I mean, creepy in his photos, like, and... And that's the other thing is it's like feels so perverse to engage with it because it feels like it's almost made for TV or something. It's like criminology, PhD student, you know, like classic creepy white guy. But it's like he's not if you just saw him out and about, he just you looks, wouldn't. I mean, yeah, his, his would, eyes seem creepy, but you wouldn't be like, I feel like creepy. he would just blend into the wall. Yeah, like, I, I don't I think, think I would, would notice blend him in yeah. pretty well, like may seem a bit off. But. Yeah um and i mean i will say i feel like he does have a bundy-ish vibe probably just because the brown curly hair but like it's he doesn't seem like he's like super charismatic guy charmer like he seems no. very much like socially awkward yes yeah but again not to speculate and be <laughs> as bad as the people on tiktok but. and earlier we were talking about his family and just like I, for my, like, I mean, I still, my limited perspective, Yes, <laughs> it doesn't seem like his family knew anything. And I feel like his family is being pretty much torn to shreds as well. Yeah, I and feel like, really he lived in a, he lived over however thousands of miles away. I don't think this is Brian Laundrie. I feel like people are like, almost like comparing it to like a Brian Laundrie type, like, oh, his family flew and like drove him home. And it's like, they flew home for his Christmas break. Like he was gonna go back to school. Like yeah, no, this, Brian. Also, Laundry, it is kind of weird. Like he apparently talked about it in his like one of his classes. Like he was openly discussing everything. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. Of course, they would be discussing this case. Yeah. Because and another thing that I a lot of people I don't think know is like he went to Washington State, and this happened at Idaho University of Idaho. But those are only ten minutes apart. Yeah, they're it's like, like super right close. on the border. Yeah. So it's like, of course, the criminology department at WSU is going to be talking about this horrific quadruple murder mm -hmm. that happened 10 minutes away. So, yeah, of course, he like heard those conversations. He probably participated in some of those conversations. Yeah. Something really I scary. wonder what I want. This is so like, this is like just getting even worse in my head. But I'm like, like in his brain, like when like all of these discussions are happening, like, is he like, oh, yeah, like feeding off of it? Or is he like... That's what's you so know what mysterious. I mean. And it's like, uh, again, I hate that I'm getting so sucked into it, but it does feel unlike most, you know, high profile murders that we've seen in the yeah. past however many years where it's like, it literally feels like a Criminal Minds episode playing out in yes, real time. Yes, exactly. I, that, I think that's why. Everyone, it almost yeah. feels like a cinematic, like, movie. Yeah, and that's why everyone feels so, like, 
you know, they want to speculate, including us. We want to know, like, what was he thinking? Why did he do it? What was the connection? How could he have just, like, gone back to class? And it's weird. And I don't know that we'll ever get those answers because, especially if they have strong evidence against him, he very well may just plead guilty and we'll never know anything and it'll just be sealed. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Like, cause I was, saw something about like the affidavit. What is that? So apparently how that would like show us how, if we saw that it would show us so much info. Yeah. So apparently once he lands in Idaho, which I'm extremely ashamed to admit, I have been tracking throughout today. I've been <laughs> checking in to see if he's landed in Idaho yet because he has been extradited. He waived his extradition. Like we said, he's eager to get back to Idaho to be exonerated slash see what they have against him. So the probable cause affidavit is a document that sh unless they seal it mm -hmm. or redact it, it will show what specific evidence again. I'm like, I'm a law student. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but this is just from my understanding. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know you means, know better than do me. I know what I'm talking about, but you have to have probable cause to arrest someone. So it'll show like the specific evidence that establishes that they had probable cause. Mm -hmm. So that would be like, oh, there was a DNA at the crime scene. I don't know how specific it would even be if it would be like there's DNA in the drain, there's DNA on the door handle, Wherever, whatever. But it yeah. will say what specifically gave them the grounds to arrest him. So it has to be like pretty strong evidence. Um, to establish probable I wonder, cause. I'm like, I wonder what it was. I know. I'm like, oh, I want to uh, know. And then I'm like, stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, uh, sicko. Yeah, but. Get your mind out of the gutter, true But I feel like trash. it's like the whole country is like in looking into this, like yeah. is interested. And, I, uh, and so also, do you think that they have been like, how long do you think that they've been like trailing him? Or like suspecting him like how long does it take i wonder to to have the like evidence to like arrest him and then also like how long has he been there like key suspect they just haven't taken any action on it i think pretty long like i think yeah. for weeks if not like pretty soon to the beginning because i think that they found the killer's dna pretty immediately at the crime scene yeah and then they allegedly used genetic genealogy, which up until now I read, I don't know if this is completely true, but that's has been used to crack cold cases like the Golden State Killer, mm -hmm. high profile, things like that. But this is allegedly the first time it's ever been used to solve an active crime, Whoa. meaning that they took the killer's DNA, they uploaded it to GEDmatch, which the way that genetic genealogy works is if you get like 23andMe or Ancestry, the police can't pull from those websites because those are like public or private websites. Mm. But if you get your DNA analyzed there, you can take the results that they give you and then upload them to the public database called GEDmatch. Mm -hmm. So you can do that voluntarily. You're consenting to the police using your results. Mm -hmm. and to from help. There, yeah. From there, it's like, okay, so let's upload the killers. And if they have any relative who has uploaded their DNA to GEDmatch, they can find a hit and, and then, you know, however far out it is, they have to build the family tree and it's just like deducing down. And like who is in the area, who is, has a possibility to be, that's so fascinating. Yeah. So that's apparently how they 
connected him and then from there this is just guessing from there they got the hit that this could be our guy they then trailed him from washington to pennsylvania somewhere along the way he discarded something Mm -hmm. into you know public trash they took it gave it to the lab and it was a direct match to the killer and that's how they established probable cause is Mm -hmm. what i'm guessing yeah but yeah, then it's mysterious because, like you said, people are acting like it's weird that his father flew out to Washington to then drive with him home to Pennsylvania for the breaks. But like, if you're 28 years old and you're going to be home for a month for the Christmas holiday, like you're going to want your car yeah, wherever you are. So it's not that weird that he would drive. And it's not that weird that a parent would want to be accompany with their, their child. I don't think it would be that weird. It's like a 40-hour drive. Or my parents drive. would do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 40-hour like drive. So it's just not that weird to me that a parent would do that. But people are acting, yeah, like that's a Brian Laundrie situation. Brian Laundrie left in a van with his girlfriend and then came back with the van without his girlfriend. Like very extremely different situation as far as the family is involved. Like I can't imagine that his family had any idea that he did this. Like that's so disturbing and I feel really bad for them. And that's so traumatic to have that SWAT team raid your house at 3 a.m. Yeah. For this horrific that's murder so that scary. happened, these murders that happened 3,000 miles away. <sighs> so, yeah, it's like leave the family alone, leave the roommates alone, leave the ex boyfriends alone, leave the families alone. Yeah. And just wait and see. Like, that's all we can do. Yeah. And again, it's like I can't even get mad at people on TikTok because it's just, it's gotten the best of me. Same. But, I mean, we're not out here doxing people. No. Like, some sickos. But, yeah, it really has just showed me again, like, okay, this is why I've stepped away from true crime stuff. Because it really is very damaging to my mental health. I'm, like, paranoid and anxious. Yeah. And I just haven't felt that way since I've stopped watching this stuff. No, yeah. I mean, like, I lived in a house not the same but like the type of house they lived in reminded me kind of of my college house yeah and that just made me like i was like wow and we were so well it wasn't like it was like a party house like the same i feel like there's it's from what i've heard it's like very much like a party house but we had people over all the time and like we left the door wide like we were so dumb (laughs) like we would just leave the door open like um and it was like five girls like just really interesting yeah and like small town and yeah there's just so many like people going down rabbit holes with that yeah like this fraternity and all this stuff and and there's like i don't know i saw a couple things where it's like people think that he called into the show like a podcast like a yeah it was like a youtube thing and i'll admit like the call was creepy it was a guy being like so i live in a college town and Like, I work with a lot of fraternity guys, and I just think it was one of them. Like, I think this was a fraternity guy, like, trying to prove himself. Where almost all it was, like, like, trying to put the blame on that. But I'm like, we don't know. Like, that's just pure speculation, people being like. Because there's just a lot of weirdos out there. Like, there's a lot of weirdos who just like inserting themselves into things. That doesn't mean you have just like not the best social skills and like don't really know how to communicate well. Like doesn't mean you're you're a serial killer. Yeah. And then people are just making a lot of comments about because he's apparently 
a pretty strict vegan and also has OCD. So there's mm. just like a lot of comments thrown around about like his like eating just habits snarky things about like OCD and veganism and yeah. whatever. And it's like, I don't know, people are just losing their minds. Yeah. Us included. For sure. But we're not as bad as some people, but it's still not good. No good. Wow. So I'm sorry, guys. We relapsed. Yeah, but this is it. This is it. This is the end. This, this is will all be it. a lot. I feel like this will be a lot. There's just going to be a lot more that comes from this, though. So we're not over. It's not but... over. I'm like, I will admit, like, I'm going to remain invested in this case. But... I want to hear more about, like, what happened. But if they know, if he'll ever reveal it or if they have any evidence of it. But... I don't think it's going to be like we're ever going to know. I don't think it's going to be like a thing where he's like, oh, let me tell you everything. Like, no, yeah, obviously no. not. Um, creepy that he was studying criminology, though. I know. That is creepy. But then people act like that makes him some kind of like evil genius. It's like he's still, if this was him, then he's still just like kind of a dumbass. Like, yeah driving his own car to the scene like leaving so yeah and sure. also so he was pulled over twice in indiana driving cross country and then apparently he was pulled over like a couple more times in idaho before the murders but like around that time when people were like okay this guy sucks at driving like what the fuck but is it but i'm confused was he pulled over in indiana because of his car because it was no. a white elantra no oh, okay. i don't think the indiana police had any idea that they were tailing him or that, uh... that was a car of interest um, I think they just are bored Indiana police officers <laughs> and like sheriffs, whatever, highway patrol, yeah. and they just pulled him over twice in the same day. Is, that is weird that you can get pulled over twice. Like, yeah, you I think be a he bad just, driver. I think he sucks at driving. Yeah. And now he never will ever again. So it's a dun, menace dun, on dun. the road. But yeah, it's, I will be checking later tonight to see if he's landed in Idaho. And yeah, I mean, if that probable cause affidavit is unsealed, then maybe we'll learn a little bit. But I, I feel icky talking about it, but it just is what it is. Like, I'm yeah. invested in it. This is it, though. Yeah, we're done talking I'm limiting about it myself. This. No more true crime. Yeah. But I don't know. It's been, it's been fun yeah. to have something to, to be interested in. <laughs> Have a hobby. Have a hobby, yeah. And with that, I think that wraps up our discussion for today. Yeah, we're we're happy that we got to talk to you guys for the start of 2023. But, um, you know, we do live in two different places. We're going to try our best to keep up. But... It may not be that often. I know. We'll see. We're going to try to figure out remote recording. May or may not work out. <laughs> but if not, we'll de definitely talk to you guys soon. Yes. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. E-Girls isn't going anywhere. If you don't hear from us for a while. We're not ghosting you forever, just temporarily. It's not goodbye. It's just see you see in a you little later. bit. See you see later. See you later. And happy new year. Yeah, happy new year, ladies and, and gents. Go Vols. <laughs> yes, go Vols, baby. Bye, sisters. Bye.